Hi, and welcome to Hugs and House Keys, a podcast all about rebuilding the trust gap between clients and contractors. I'm your host, Joshua Page, a husband, father, and entrepreneur, and I look forward to going on this journey with you to help you build better relationships, bring back trust to our communities, and regain those hugs and house keys. Hey, Hugs and House Keys Nation. Today, I want to talk to you about building trust and credibility with your customers during that initial first meeting. All right, so whether you're going out to uh, look at a job or do a job for a business or a a homeowner, I want to talk about a few things and tips and tricks that I do that really helps to build trust and credibility. All right, now, if you're on the client side, um, when you're looking for... Uh, to do a project at your house, your home, you need something fixed or looked at. The best way to find a contractor would be through a referral, through a person or business that you trust, and and then they trust the contractor. Right? That that that'd be the best way to to really work with somebody and and to start with a high level of trust, as long as you trust where that referral is coming from. Now, if you don't know anyone, then you'd have to go back uh, old school and look in the phone book, or you would go on to Google, uh, which is a new age phone book, or look at reviews, which you got to be careful with reviews online, because there are people out there that just like to write nasty reviews for no other certain reason. So you've got to weigh your options on the reviews and really dive into them and and and. You know, if you're if you're going to look at a review, um, you've got to think about the level of trust. You have no clue who this person is. Um, do you trust that review? Now, if there's 18 out of 20 reviews and all 18 are bad, well, then you know you probably get a high level of trust that that's not the company that you should be working with. Another way to do this <clears throat> that we've we've gotten some business from is just seeing our presence out in the community whether it be um, through um, through nonprofit, through community work with nonprofits, or just our vehicles out and about town at different businesses or homes, that, that builds credibility. When someone consistently sees that van or that logo or that name, uh, that builds credibility in the company, which, which helps to build trust. Same thing when you see all these big companies on, on radio ads, and TV ads and Super Bowl ads, you're like, man, this company is huge, multi-billion dollar companies. Why are they still advertising? Because it builds credibility. It builds trust into that company. Even though you've not done any business with them or purchased anything from them, you already trust them. You know, you've, you've built the trust before you're even going to use them. And, and that's why they continue to do it, to build credibility. During that initial meeting, you know, be on time, people. Right? So if you've got a 9 a.m. appointment, be on time. Be respectful of other people's time. They're, 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 they could be taking that morning off from work, losing income. They could be uh, missing out on meetings at work or, or other income producing if you're, if you're at a business, whatever it may be. So be respectful. If you're going to be five minutes late, give them a call. You know, let them know that you're, gonna, you're running a few minutes behind. We're human beings. There's traffic. There's issues. We get it. 
Um, but if you're going to be there 15, 20 minutes, you know, I would, I would see if you could, if, if you can still make it great, but be respectful of the other person's time and maybe they need to reschedule at that point. Either way, give them a courtesy call, please. And when you show up, um, you know, whether if you're at a business, don't take the first parking spot that's closest to the door, All right? You're taking away from, from customers going into that business, from income coming into that business and making someone else walk that much further. All right. You're there, um, to, to benefit your customer, uh, not to impede their business. So park somewhere else, take the walk, not an issue. When you go into a home, don't park in the driveway. Make sure that you park it on the street at all, if at all possible. Uh, you don't want any issues with leaking oil onto their driveway or being in the way of, of someone else leaving for work. We were at a, a new house one time and uh, we did the whole house, we wired the whole house and we they the, the homeowner had a new driveway put in and we were just doing some finish work. So just putting up some light fixtures and trims and really, really finishing out the project. And the next day we got screamed at by the homeowner because there was a small little oil on the driveway and she wanted us to redo the entire driveway. Now this is the same spot that my van parked in, in the driveway, but it's the same spot that the homeowner parked every day as well. Our van was only about six months old at that time. Her her vehicle was probably, I don't know, three, four years old. It doesn't matter, right? You, you can't compete that. You know, uh, we, we smoothed it over. We didn't have to do, end up doing anything. But from then on, we parked on the street, right? So learn from that experience. Learn from that story that, you know, it's just not worth that, that headache and aggravation. Park on the street. You, you're going to have to walk a little bit further, but, but do that. Now, when you're entering that, that home, be respectful of that, of that house, right? Don't walk across their front lawn. Walk up the driveways, the sidewalks, the pavers, whatever it may be, but don't walk on the front lawn. That's just disrespectful. And figure out where you're going to be going into that home. The front door would be the most respectful place. And that, uh, this whole, all these tips and tricks that I'm, that I'm trying to teach you here is all to build trust. You're going to build that trust before you even have spoken one word. All right. You're trying to build that trust. Now, if that front door doesn't even have a set of stairs on it, it doesn't, uh, there's no way to even reach the front door or if it's got flower pots or whatever else, then that's probably not your, your point of entry. Yeah. And some people might not even use the front door, but I think that's a good place to start. Now, your other choices are going to be the side door or an open garage. Now, I have a problem with an open garage because an open garage to me is that's the personal space. That's your personal vehicles, tools, whatever it might be. Uh, a lot of liability of us going through there at that first entry point if we scratch a vehicle or whatever it may be. So I'd say on the customer side, if you're going to open the garage door for a contractor coming in because that's your normal mode of entry, you, you drive up your driveway, you hit the garage door opener, you pull in and you walk in, like, like many of us do, including myself, I don't use my front door, I use my garage. However, if you're going to do that, I would say look, look through the windows and watch for that contractor coming into your home and meet them in the garage if that's how, it, if that's how you want them to enter your home. It just takes away the anxiety, I think, of, of where we should enter. 
And I think that's a good starting point as well. Now, I would really hope that if you really want to be a professional business and you want to build credibility and trust within your clients and, and customers, that you would already have a lettered vehicle with your company name, all your information on that. It's great for advertising, but it's great for building credibility. And you would also have some sort of uh, uniform, whether it be the same type of pants or, or a, a logo on your shirt, whatever it may be, you should, you should have that by now, right? Now, when you're arriving at that, when you have arrived at that home and you've, you've made that in, introduction to that customer, you give them a firm handshake, you look them in the eyes, and, and you uh, introduce yourself and your company. And that right there is going to build trust. You're a stranger up until that point, right? Now, if you didn't get to meet that customer because you went to that front door, you're going to ring the doorbell. Please don't. All right. I don't ring doorbells for two things, dogs and babies. I don't want to wake up the sleeping baby that the, the, um, the mom has just put down or the father has just put down after not sleeping all night long. And all of a sudden, you know, they forget that they had a contractor scheduled for that day because they've been up feeding with that baby all night. And all of a sudden we ring the doorbell and all hell breaks loose. All right. I guarantee you will not be the best person in that house at that point. <laughs> all right. And, and for dogs, you know, as soon as you ring the doorbell, the dog's going to start barking, right? I've, I've had a dog that, that if, a doorbell rang on TV, the dog was barking. All right. So I try not to do that. The dog barks, it irritates the household, gets everyone's anxiety up and stress levels up, and then even could wake the baby up. So I, I try not to do that. That's my absolute last resort. Otherwise, I knock on the door and I try not to knock on glass because it's extremely loud inside, but just a respectful knock on the door or the uh, wooden molding of the door. If that doesn't work after after a minute or so, I usually call the customer. I think that's the, the next best way in my personal opinion. And my absolute, absolute last resort would be the doorbell. Because you don't know if that customer, I don't know, they could be in the bathroom, they could be down in the basement, they could be, you know, forgot that you even were coming today, they could be out in the backyard, they could be swimming. I mean, who knows, right? So that's how I uh, make that first introduction um, into that home. And, and if you're in a business, then, then you go to the first person that you see and introduce yourself and the same thing. Give them a firm handshake and, and uh, introduce yourself and your company and, and who you're there to see. Now, the next thing, you know, you want boots on or boots off. And if they want them off, if you've got booties, put the booties on. That's perfectly acceptable. You know, when you're working and you need to have booties on while you're working, Absolutely. As electricians, we need to have our work boots on, um, you know, insulated, insulated soles for electricity and all that. We can't work in socks, you know, painters could probably work in socks. Plumbers, um, they might be able to, it's probably a little uncomfortable, but there's certain trades that could probably take their boots off and work throughout the day. That's fine. But uh, in terms of safety, we, we can't be taking our boots off. So you got to wear your booties, all right? But right then and there, you, you have established a level of trust that normal everyday contractors aren't doing. They, they're not caring enough about it. 
Now, that's not to say that that's a majority because I have seen a lot that are going above and beyond, and I think it's great, where they're putting down um, the brown paper like a brown paper bag. They roll that out throughout their walkways of where they're going. I've seen plastic sheeting down, tape down. I, I think that's fantastic because that, to me, shows that that contractor cares, that they're putting in that extra effort. Uh, it's going to cost that customer a little bit more money, but it's a lot, a lot easier uh, to take that up at the end of the project versus fixing walls or fixing floors or stained carpets or whatever else. So I think that's fantastic. And that's a great way to, to rebuild that trust, right? To, to continue with that trust with that customer. And the same thing on a, on a business side, be respectful of the customers that are in there. You're there to perform a service, either to work or to give an estimate. You've, you've got to try to stay out of the way as much as possible and to be as pleasant as possible. I mean, you're not, I, this is a separate podcast, but you're not going to go in there with your, your shirt all ripped up and dirty pants, or whatever else, and stand in the way of, of, of customers trying to, to do business with that business. You won't last long. I will guarantee you that. Um, there are certain applications uh, or certain customers that we've worked at, um, for, for instance, uh, retirement communities. You know, if, if we're working in the hallways and, and one, of the, um, one of the residents is walking by, we make it a point to stop what we're doing, smile, hey, how's it going today? You know, acknowledge them. This, th that's their home at that business, right? So that's a little, a little different, but, but that's their home. We, we make it a point to take it out of our day to say hi to people, you know, to, to smile at them. When we're working in these hotels, you know, when we're working, walking down these hallways or, or the main lobbies, if we see a piece of trash, we pick it up. Uh, I think the best way to say is we almost become the employee of that business. You know, do what, do what other employees would be doing, you know, picking up that piece of trash or holding that door open for that other customer or whatever else. So that way that customer doesn't even realize uh, there's a contractor there other than maybe you're wearing a hard hat and you got some tools, right? That's, I think that's the best way to, to really build trust and to really, um, to really make yourself stand out in, in the point of that customer at that time. So now I feel that if you have done this, you've really created that, that good amount of trust and credibility with that customer. And now it's time to start building that relationship with them, which is a, is a separate a separate item to talk about later on, but I think this is a, a good a, a good stopping point on that. The rest of of your conversation with that customer is what you do on an everyday basis. That's you know figuring out what you what that customer needs, whether it's painting or a new toilet or maybe delivering a washing machine, whatever it is. At that point, what I will have to say though is is you've made that you've created that trust. You've shown them the credibility. Now you're creating that relationship, which we've talked about in the past. Now you've, now you've got to end it. You've got to walk away and be truthful with them. If it's going to take you a week to do an estimate, don't say you'll get it back in two days. All right. If it's going to take you two days to get it back, maybe you say, maybe you say two to three days. And if you get it back a little bit earlier, then, then that's great because that customer is waiting for that estimate 
and is waiting to make a decision or maybe they they're buying that house or they're waiting for loan documents or whatever it else whatever else it is so envision yourself on their end that if someone told them it'd take them three days and you didn't get something back for two weeks you you've all that work that you just put in of building that trust and the credibility and relationship has all gone out the window and i have found that the longer you take to get an estimate back and you're not truthful about it that the more jobs you're not going to get to be honest you know uh, you know prices price is one thing but if you're not honest and i'm not saying that i'm not that i haven't been honest that there are times that that things have come up you know i'll say i'll get it back in three days and all of a sudden four or five days later i'm like shoot so i send them an, an email that something came up i apologize you know i will get this back to you as soon as possible and you know we have closed a lot of deals that way as well but it, it does take away from all of that work that you have put in. So please just be honest with getting the estimate back or scheduling the work or whatever it may be. You know, if you're that, you know, you could be that busy or maybe you're just a, um, a one-man show or, or whatever it may be. And if you can't get back there for a month, don't tell them that you'll see them in a week because that completely just destroyed the trust, credibility, and relationship that you have just built. And that's one of the reasons why contractors get such a bad name, you know, uh, because you got to be truthful with your customers, right? You got to be truthful. So just to recap here, we, we've talked about, um, you know, building that trust and that credibility uh, during that first initial meeting, whether it's your first time working with them or first time estimating with them. And, and this is all helping to rebuild that trust gap between clients and contractors and hopefully to, to regain those hugs and house keys for you. So I appreciate you listening today and take care and we'll see you on the next one.